Hello and welcome to Fish Across the Pond, a Miami Marlins UK baseball podcast. I'm your host, Peter Pratt, and joining me this week, we've got Rob Langley from Nats UK. Rob, how are you? Very well, thank you. Thanks for having me. No, well, well, thanks for thanks for joining us at relatively short notice. Um, so it's your first podcast ever. So thanks, <laughs> thanks for taking the plunge. Um, first, first question, and uh, we started with this one for everyone. Uh, how how did you get into baseball, and and why the Nats in particular? Listen, I'm I'm brand new to it. I um, first game I saw was 2016. Um, we was on holiday as a family over in um, America. We went, did a family like a vacation for six, seven weeks over there, and we ended up for a week or so in DC. And thought, well, let's go and watch the net. Let's go and watch the, the baseball. I've been yeah. seeing TV every now and then. I thought this looks quite cool. Um, so we went, went along, and we absolutely loved it. The, my two girls there. Only young, but they, they sat and watched it and it went on and on and on. And I thought they're going to get bored in a minute. And it went to what, 12, 13 innings. Oh, <laughs> wow. It was a good finish, they were saying. It was dark when I was waiting for the fireworks to come on. And uh, it was great. We absolutely loved it. And ever since then, I've picked I've picked the Washington Nationals. Yeah, they're, they're my team now. Um, yeah. I know playing the, the Cincinnati Reds that night. Um, so I didn't know any of the players for either team come back. Yeah. And it's I found it quite difficult to, to get into over here in the fact that the the games were quite late. But then BT Sport, I found the coverage on there was really, really good. Mm. So Sunday evenings, I found easy to watch the games. Um, yeah, and from then, I've, the last the last year, year and a half, I've, I've really, really been into it. I've followed the Nats specifically for the last last season and then obviously for this the beginning of this season as well um i went to the it was something in hyde park with colin murray the home mm-hmm. run derby i think it was called yeah yeah and, and that was that and i got speaking that was it to, as well i got speaking to some of the uk baseball guys there um mm-hmm. over only online I, I didn't meet up with them or anything there but the the nats guy that was running the uk account then um I was speaking to him online and then one day it was last year he contacted me and said I can't run the account anymore do you do you want to run it you seem keen and are following the games do you want to do it so there, there I am throwing it at the deep end awesome so, yeah so there we are well I think it's a, a, a familiar story anyway you know it's it's a trip to the US it's hey we've got a you know we've got a night or two or a day free the baseball's on, a bit of intrigue. Should we go see what it's all about? Don't know anything about the game and, you know, turn up, sit there, enjoy it for what it is. And, you know, that's that's quite a common common way of getting into the game, I think. And, uh, you know, a nice way, a nice way, because, you you know, you've been there, you've felt it, you've seen it. How, how did the Nats get on that night? They, they lost. Innings, yeah, they lost. They lost. They lost, they lost in the, the extra innings, yeah. Um, oh, no. I, I, it was Strasbourg was on the mound to start with. And, Right, it ended up a crazy score. It was really, really crazy. Um, okay. And then they played. It finished late Saturday night, and I was begging the families to go back on the Sunday. It was like a twelve o'clock start on the Sunday, but they weren't. Uh, yeah, of course. I was trying. I was trying. They we had their fill. 
we're back out there um, end of May this year and actually seeing seeing the Nats v the Marlins. Um, oh, brilliant. On the, it's the, the Tuesday game. I think it's President's Day or something like that. Memorial Day. Memorial right. Day. Right. Oh, so God, gonna, so that's going to be... You're going to be 0 for 2 then, because the Marlins will pre- probably pick the victory up there as well then, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, cool. So, um, in terms of 2018, the Nats, uh, looking back, you guys, you finished up 82 and 80, uh, which was uh, good enough for second place in the uh, in the NL East, um, and eight games back at the Braves. Um, it's fair to say that... 2018 ended up being very much a disappointment for the Nats um, to not win the division and to be eight games back of the Braves, I think, was a surprise to, to you and, and me and probably everyone else, um, for sure. Well, any last remarks on the 2018 season? Or, Mate, you know, uh, it, was, it, was a, it was a massive disappointment, Pete. It was, mm. um, I was expecting big things, I think, like yeah. most Nats fans were, and it just drifted away. It was a similar story to this year. Bullpen absolutely sucked. Mm. Didn't have a catcher. The catchers was useless. Yeah, and just you just couldn't get going. It was yeah, it was, it was a real shame. We had the massive high of um, at the All Star game when Harper won that. It was I thought we was going to go from strength to strength after that, and it just never mm. materialised. Yeah, it was a bit, bit of a damp ending to be honest. I was yeah, I was quite gutted. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think it felt like everyone was expecting and waiting for the Nats to just kick into life. That was that was what we were expecting. You're right, All Star Game uh, break came, Harper absolutely crushed it in the uh, home run derby. You thought, brilliant, he's going to catch fire now. Obviously, Soto was up doing good things. Robles, I think, may have been up at that point or was on yeah, the way. Yeah, Robles didn't have too much to do, but yeah, Soto was. He just needed mm. some some people around him, and it just really never, ever, ever got going. It was it was a shame. Didn't happen, yeah. Oh well, well, I mean, that's the season is what it is. It's done now. I think interestingly, what I saw uh, the home and away record was identical, forty-one and forty, both home and away, which was interesting. Um, so a disappointment. We go into you guys go into the off season. Um, it looks like. There's been a lot of activity. There's obviously one yeah, story been, yeah. that went on, but what else? Talk us through, you know, both from uh, Bryce Harper. Let's we'll, we'll cover that. Your feelings there, but also the other bits and pieces that went on for the Nats. Yeah, you know, they they addressed they addressed the catcher issue relatively quickly. Um, brought in Kurt Suzuki and Jan Gomes. Um, I was happy with both those moves. The, the catchers mm. last year, like I said earlier, they just never got going. Um, and then we needed another another starter or two, um, and they brought in Annabelle Sanchez and Patrick Corbin again. I was, I was more than happy with those. Um, yeah. Really, really happy. Brought in Brian Dozier as well. Um, there was I'm an I'm an R in about that. I I never watched baseball particularly when he was supposedly really really good, but having read yeah. up on him, um, Golden Glove winner, All Star um, again. So when that signing was made, yeah, really really happy. Um, and then yeah. we're just waiting to see where Mr. Harper would land. I was pretty sure that he wouldn't re-sign for us. It was up coming goings of people making up their own stories here, there, and everywhere, all mm. off season. Um, and yeah, I was gutted when he was it a money thing for. Sorry, do you do you think it was the money, or do you think he was just ready for a move? Uh, it felt to me like. 
you know, when you're talking the realms of 300 million or whatever it may be, I I don't think in the grand scheme of things, another 30, and it seems crazy to say, but another 30 million, it makes any difference in many ways. Like to me, from the outside looking in, I, I didn't track it as probably, definitely as not as closely as you did, but I just felt like Bryce was ready for a change and he was looking for the best opportunity outside of the Nats. I don't know what you Yeah, you know what, that, I tend to agree. Yeah, I really do tend to agree. Like you say, an extra thirty million isn't a great deal in in the grand scheme of things to these guys. <laughs> Seems <laughs> crazy as saying that. Eh? <laughs> it is, yeah, it is. But yeah, from very early on, I I did think no, he's he's gone. He's he's not going to be coming back. Then there was the odd the odd room you get from someone that normally comes out with good stuff, and you and I was thinking, oh, maybe he will, maybe he will come back, and then. If, and then the Phillies went dead. It really went dead on the Phillies. And I was thinking, oh, maybe, maybe. But, mm-hmm. but I was, all I was saying along was anywhere, anywhere but the Phillies. Please, just not the Phillies. And yeah, there he goes. <laughs> I was so, uh, I was the same as you. I was, I mean, let's be honest. And the, the NL East, the Marlins are in fifth place at the moment in that. They're probably going to be that for the next few years um, until the, the plan and team starts to come together and, <laughs> and shape up a bit more. But what what I've seen and what the Marlins have seen is the NL East has actually just become even stronger. And we were I would be more than happy for Bryce to have ended up outside the NL East. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it sounds like the Dodgers had interest towards the end. The Giants, I think, had interest. You know, there's probably a few teams in the mix. Um, but yeah, Phillies probably wasn't ideal uh, no. for for both of us really. So you know, that's that's an interesting one. I yeah. think. You know, it's it's one of them. You got to draw a line in it. You kind of enjoyed him for what he was um, for the past however many years, and he's been awesome for the Nats over the yeah. years. And he was actually one of my favourite players anyway, and, and remains that. I think he's yeah. He's, you know, he, you know, he was one of the guys when when I went for the first time. He was one of the guys that we came back and we all remembered. You know, mm-hmm. there's pictures of him outside the ground, and everyone was going mad when he stepped up to the plate. You know, he he was the main man. So yeah, yeah. It's hard. It's hard now, but. Seeing him in yep. that uniform. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Dave rubbing right, it in. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Old Dave Shore, he's, uh, he's always upbeat on, on the Phillies, that's for sure. Um, yeah. All right, so a lot of moves, actually, in the off-season. You added some, yeah, some rotation depth there, for sure. Um, the, yeah, Dozier, you're right was a nice addition, I think, for, for a second baseman. Um, yeah, some catcher depth. I think the Nats were talking to the Marlins about Rio Muto as an option. Uh, yes. I guess the, the, the Nats, in the end, couldn't match what was, I think, a, a high price paid, actually, for the Phillies. So I think the Marlins actually did a did a nice job with that deal. So I'm not sure, I'm not sure whether the Nats got anywhere near to that or were considering it, but... And you guys, I think, made your moves quite early on the catcher front. Anyway, yeah, like you yeah. mentioned, you got you got the two guys in the building. That, in effect, probably ended the the Riamuto option. Maybe they'd had conversations already and thought mm, that's too steep for us. I think at one point we were asking for for Robles or or Soto yeah. or whoever. I don't know, which probably sounds too steep. So, yeah. Um, all right, good. So plenty of action. Um, yeah, we'll, it was. Yeah. We'll, we'll come back to the bullpen and some you know, closer related <laughs> stuff later. I think that's only right. Um, so we sit here now in 2019, where for you guys you're 14 games in, sat at seven and seven. Yeah. Happy with 
seven and seven, five hundred at this point? No, no. Um, <laughs> in in a word, no. It listen, uh, we're in a, as you said earlier, it's a really really tough division, and it's going to go back and forth. Mm. The, the what I am disappointed with is that we've been in so many close games, and we've had so many chances to win those close games, and yeah. We, pretty much down to the fact that we, we just haven't got a ball pin. Um, we've only been smashed once. That was by the Phillies on when Bryce Harper went mad. Um, <laughs> of course. <laughs> which is always going to happen. That that Yeah, you kind of write that game off. Um, yeah. We lost the first first game against the Mets with DeGrom. You kind of take that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's been so, so close. I was watching the game on Sunday against the Pirates, a team that we should... We're, Probably pretty, pretty even matched to be honest with the Pirates, and and the the only reason we lost the game was was because of the bullpen. Uh, mm. Suero comes in and yeah gives up a run in the eighth inning, and yeah just couldn't get going. It, and it's just a game after game. It seems the same things happening over and over and over again. And yeah. I don't know what they're going to do with it. I I really don't. We see some rumours here of. Kimbrell and things like that, but I don't even know if one man is going to change that. I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't no. know. Well, so it's sick he's out there. No, oh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's out, out there, there still. I mean, we've had on, we've had Bob from the Braves on. Um, Ryan joined me last week from from a talk about a Phillies team. Right. The the reality is those both those guys, you know, Kimbrell's a good fit of both those clubs as well but I think equally he's a good fit for the Nats I mean you yeah. I mean he's a good fit for anywhere he's he's one of the best closers of all time probably so yeah. you know you could drop him in anywhere you want I guess he's looking for a type of deal that is long term commitment and expensive and seemingly that price is a little bit too steep for some of the clubs to pay and don't want to get burned and hey, I can talk I can talk a lot about being burned or riddled with lumpy contracts for players that uh, you know maybe didn't deserve them you know Wei and Chen being the main one at the moment for the Marlins that is right. sat there on a twenty million a year contract. Um, you know, now coming out the pen and giving up multiple runs every time he comes out. So yeah. I get I, I understand the caution. I think with Kimbrell, my opinion on the guy is he's yeah, he is elite. He remains elite. Mm. I think I can't see him sitting out the season. If I'm no. the Nats, if I'm the Braves, if I'm the Phillies, I'm picking up the phone. Why not? Why not yeah. try and get a deal done now? It's obvious yeah, they're all areas that they need. He's definitely needed, Orange. Yeah, but then I, yeah. I see throughout the whole league, there's a team struggling for bullpens. It's not. It's not just us. It's just. It's frustrating with us because we are. I think we are pretty close. We need. Yeah. We need Trey Turner back. That injury was a bad. How long is he out for? I know he started. I've read something like 10, 12 season, weeks. Oh, okay. Um, so that's that's not good. Um, no. Eaton's playing well as a lead-off man at the moment, playing really, mm-hmm. really well. Um, Howie Kendrick's come in um, where Brian Dozier was struggling. Howie Kendrick's come in and he's he's playing well the last few games. Uh, Rendon's, right. Rendon's Rendon. He's been awesome, hasn't he, yeah. to start oh, the year, Rendon? He is fantastic. So we've just got to make sure we tie him up because he's, he's going to be a free agent. Um, so we've got... Got got to keep him. If we don't keep him, yeah. then I don't know what direction the the owners are trying to take the side. To be honest, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Soto, well, Soto was off the back of last year. He's he's he was never going to be 
as as good as he was at the end of last year, but he's still absolutely fine. Robles has stepped up as well, and he's he, mm. they're playing him at the bottom of the order, um, and that seems to be working okay from the yeah. games I've seen. Um, so yeah, I don't think we're that far off. We're really not that far off. Yeah, the line the lineup looks okay still. I thought the same. I thought if Robles is batting eight for you guys, then that's testament probably to the strength in the lineup there because I think Robles is is he's quality player as well. Yeah. Here's a question for you then: as uh, from 2018 going to 2018, I think the Nats were probably at a top five pick for the World Series. You know, they were probably in the top five of people predicting who'd win the World Series. Yeah. Where you guys are at now, do you do you see a World Series team here right now from the Nats? Do you see that possibility? No. No, I don't. Um, I'm quite a pessimist. <laughs> but, uh, no, I honestly don't. I, I think we're, yeah, we're still a few players short. Um, Definitely, definitely, obviously in the in the bullpen, but I still we we've lost a superstar, you know. Yeah. Um, and and we haven't really replaced that superstar. I know they've tried to do it with various players, but if obviously Rendon, Rendon is Rendon. If he can if he can turn into that absolute stud, which I, which he is pretty much, yeah. he is. But he, we he was there last year, you know, and we weren't a World Series team last year with him and Harper. No. So I, I don't think without Harper this year we're going to be a, a World Series team. However, that said, the start that some of the other teams that I would have put in that that bracket, they're they yeah. such great starts either, are they? You know, so we'll uh, see. We'll see. Not, it's not how you start, is it? It's how you finish. No. So you know, no. it's it's early days. No knee-jerk reactions, unless you're the Marlins, of course. Who were, <laughs> I mean, they've made about ten roster moves today. I so. love a hot take. I'm, I'm dreadful for my hot takes. I'll give you that. <laughs> You look from my Twitter feed and when I'm watching a game, I'm, I'm absolutely awful for my hot takes. So. Good. That's what we like. We like, we like a hot take, uh, yeah. particularly on, on, across the UK uh, fraternity, I'd say. So <laughs> a question that, that came in earlier, and I think it's a good one to ask, but before we um, maybe close it up on, on the pitching side anyway, um, uh, it came across from the, the Fish Stripes guys um, who, who cover the Marlins extensively over in the US. So thanks for, for reaching out, guys. Um, their question, in effect, was, you know, the, the crux of the question really was, is Scherzer still Scherzer, or are there, in effect, signs of decline starting to, to tell for Max? I, I watched the first game. To me, he looked like the Max I've known and loved for years. But, what I mean, you've seen probably the other starts in more depth, so early signs on yeah, Max. Yeah, you know, I can't compare as to what he was years back um but watching him now he's he's still lights out i love him um yeah. sunday night he, he started gave up two hits in the first and they went they went two nil up and after that he didn't give up a didn't give up a single run went right to the to the to the eighth inning you know and, and was lights out um i think he's great i, I wouldn't want him <laughs> at any other club that's for sure um i, I think yeah i think, still think he's playing an absolute massive part holding yeah. the uh, holding the bullpen together to be honest yeah well that's what you need if your bullpen's struggling then you're gonna need your starters to go deep <laughs> yeah. and, you know there's <laughs> you know game. i mean that's there's probably no no pitcher these days that has that ability to do it as regularly and consistently as max scherzer in my opinion i think he's i'm the same as you i think he's absolutely incredible he's i think he's pitched three games thus far 
Um, one, one, lost two, but innings pitched yeah. in total. Twenty-seven innings, innings pitched in three yeah. games. So exactly, you know, he's he's that man. Yeah, um, you know, thirty-five strikeouts to go with them twenty-seven innings. So is Max yeah. still Max? I think so. I think. Yes. Uh, I don't think there's a challenge there. Um, no. Uh, the 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 one really though is looking at particularly looking at the early numbers is what Strasbourg got in the locker this year. You know, is is he still that you know main headline number two in the rotation because he's only you know sixteen innings pitched in total, but you know, ten earned runs, um, ERA of over five. You know, I don't think we could beat many starting pitchers with that this year because. All the all the gun. They're all exactly all the big guns are struggling, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, they are. But what about Strasbourg early doors? Is he? You know, yeah. I don't know if I've seen him um, live this year, but from what I've seen, what I've heard, that he's there's been no real major concerns raised with him. But last year he struggled with some injuries, um, mm. and he was out for a fair bit of time. So whether that's playing or well. Whether that's an issue this season, I don't know. I certainly yeah. haven't heard anything um, too negative about him so far. Obviously, there's there's Corbin as well that's going to be fighting for. He looks good. Spots as well. Yeah, you know, yeah, Corbin looks looks fine, and even the San- Annabelle Sanchez, he looks looks fine as well from the game. I've, I've seen a couple of Sanchez's games, and it looks absolutely fine. Yeah. Um, Who's the fifth starter then? We got uh, Helixson, Jeremy Helixson at the minute. Helixson. Yep. Okay. Yeah, yep. Yep. I, I don't know a great deal about him. I, I, I saw him a few times last year. Mm. Um, so yeah, I can't really add too much about him. I'm afraid. Well, that's the starting pitchers. Yeah. What about? Let, I'm just looking down. We've got. I've got the stats in front of me here. The Nats 2019 pitching stats. I mean, <laughs> if, you th- if I'm gonna, if I'm sorting by ERA. Um, uh, who who we who we think's going to be bottom of that list at the moment? Oh, I wonder. <laughs> but um, Big Trev, I th- hey, listen, he now has an ERA. So well, that's that's, that's a start, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. What what's been going on? Because I actually haven't followed it that closely. But you know, just summarise what's been going on there. You know what? Um, this this is a guy that looks absolutely broken on the mound. He, mm. Honestly, he looks so so poor. He, I saw his first game, I think it was, when he, and you just feel, well, after a while, you just feel sorry for him. You just want, yeah. and he's, don't get me wrong, he's been put in some spots where, personally, I wouldn't be putting him in, some clo- really close games, and he's, he just doesn't look ready. I, I'm really, really hoping he can turn it around, because things I've heard about him, he, he was great before his, his long injury, um, but... Oh, <laughs> I can't see it. I, yeah, being the pessimist, I, I can't see it. I really can't. Yeah. Which is such a shame. Because it must be horrible for I mean, him. Exactly. I mean, that you, you in effect had two players following the same path, albeit one one a pitcher and one one a batter, with Rosenthal at the at the Nats and uh, and Chris Davis at the O's, yeah. where in effect they're they were doing the same thing. Um, you know, uh, Rosenthal couldn't get an out and, and, and Davis couldn't get a hit. And in a sense, both of them within a couple of days of each other put that, put that to bed. <laughs> well, Chris Davis has gone mad now, hasn't he? He has. So, you know, hopefully <laughs> Rosenthal will do the same thing for you guys where you'll, you know, you'll find it. I mean, still it's early in the season. You'll find this stuff. You're right. It's a confidence issue. We've had the same thing with Chen in the Marlins where he's, 
you know, not look comfortable. He was a starter. He's then in the pen for the first time. He's struggling. Yeah. He looked his confidence looks shot. Um, and the results show. I mean, him and him and Rosenthal probably have very similar stats in many ways. So, yeah, I feel it paid on that front. I, one one guy that is a familiar name to to the Marlins guys is um, is the Bearclaw, um, Carl Barraclaw, um, who's who's come across to you guys. Um, looks like he's had an erratic. No, he's he's had an okay start by the looks of it. Um, well, compared to the others, yeah. Compared to the others, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Depends what what standards you're you're working from there. Yeah, um, cool. I did see one game where he he didn't do too well. Um, but then, yeah, like you say, he's coming in in tough spots as well. You know, if he's if he's not the first reliever in, generally picking up with a couple on base and <laughs> mm. it's it's not great. It's not great any of them. Yeah. Other than yeah, other, than, yeah. other than our man Doolittle. Yeah, and, and, and Doolittle's the closer. Is he? Do you got you guys? Uh, do you have a nominated closer this year at Doolittle? Yeah, he's, he's trying to pass it around. Man, yeah, he's generally the man to close it. If not, yeah. He might have to start coming in a little bit earlier if, if uh, we don't pick things up. But he's, uh, <laughs> he's great. I absolutely love him. Oh, good. Well, he's, he's, a, I mean, he's the only... He's, there's only been one save thus far for the yeah. Nats, would you believe? And yeah. he's, he's had it. Um, yeah. There's been a few blown saves, but let's not talk... Let's not dwell yeah, you on could, that. You could say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, not, um, he's great. He's my favourite. We all love Doolittle. Yeah, well... Uh, it's interesting to see how he, he pans out on the season. I think, uh, yeah, it's good to have a solid closer. Interesting if Kimbrell does come in, what Whoa. how that shapes out. I mean, Kimbrell would naturally slot into the closer role and maybe do a little setup role. Yeah, it would. It would um, change things. Yeah. 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 I don't and know we'll how, see. That, how that'll work. No, uh, um, ahead of the season, um, ahead of this this season, what? What were you thinking in terms of uh, predicted wins loss scenario? What what were you expecting? What what where were you looking or hoping to finish in the division? You know, I was hoping we'd we'd finish first. Um, I thought I think I did think that on paper with what I'd heard from about Rosenthal um, being a, a top pitcher before his injury, I was hoping that he could he could step up. Um, and be the main man. I was pleased with Corbin and Sanchez coming into the pen as well um, to open. And I was really, really, really hopeful. Um, but it seems from what I've seen to be slipping into a very similar pattern of last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not that... <laughs> I've lost some of my uh, optimism, to say the least. <laughs> which is well, a shame, but it's still early. It's still early and we are obviously at 7-7, seven and seven, so I can't, I can't moan too much. And we have played we played the Phillies. We we played the Mets. You know those two are going to be they're going to be right up there as well. Um, yeah, so completely agree. It's going to be it's going to be a struggle all the, all year. I can't see it being any different. It's going to be a proper dogfight in the NL East mm. this year. I mean, it, you know, if everyone's if everyone stays healthy across the Mets, Phillies, Braves, and, and Nats, you know, it's going to maybe eighty five wins will win the division. Do you know what I mean? It's going to be yeah. that. Yeah, that kind of close. I mean, because you guys, yeah, you, you've had a, a series with the Mets, a, a short series with the Phillies, another one with the Mets, another one with the Phillies, and then you've had that recent one with the Pirates. So yeah, you know, I think I think to come out at five hundred after yeah. pretty much you know in the NL East division, that's all you've seen other than the Pirates, which I think are actually sneakily good. I think everyone just you know what? I think the Pirates are, are rubbish, yeah. but I think they're sneaky okay. 
Yeah, um, I, I, the games I, I saw, I did see a couple of the games over the weekend, um, the Saturday and the, and the Sunday game. And you know what? If we won that Sunday game, I'd probably have a whole different outlook on on where we were. <laughs> if we'd have, if, if we, it was two or I think going into the eighth. Um, and if we'd have, if we would have been the ones that got, get the winning run on that and got a save, I, I would have been thinking, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> we're moving in the right direction because um, we did have a good win against the Phillies last week. We absolutely battered them. Um, I saw that. 15-1. 15-1, bloody hell. And then I think we might have beaten them the night after that as well. And, you know, I think, yeah, if we'd have beat, beaten the Pirates 2-1 in that series, it would be a completely different outlook. But losing it, it makes you think, oh, we're back in that same <laughs> spot. A, yeah, 500. It's amazing the difference at this stage. One game. It's one game out of 1-6-2. And... Already, you're seeing that as like a key game, a key turn. I think that just talks to like how close we see the NL East being this year, and you know, throwing games away because the bullpen blows up. I, I don't think teams can afford to do that. And actually, I think the Braves, the Nats, and the Mets, uh, sorry, and the Phillies. Um, maybe even the vets as well, uh, all, all have that in them where they could just, you know, they have these these days where the, the bullpen is just literally on fire mm. um, and there's no way out. And I say on fire in a wrong way, in a bad way. <laughs> <Trap> <laughs> <fire>. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So um, I, I, I think seven and seven is not a bad spot for you guys. Ahead yeah. of the season, I, I, I also was thinking along your lines as well that, you were my favourites, I think, for the, for the division. Which, when I think about it, you know, losing Bryce, who is a superstar, um, to a division rival who showed signs of improve a lot, a lot of improvement last year, mm. and to add to add two all stars, maybe even three all stars, maybe even four all stars to their team. Yeah. Um, you know, I think the the Phillies are the ones maybe to be fearful of. Yeah, I think we've seen the bits of that already this year. Their offense can absolutely explode on any at any given day. But mm. um, you know, it's not to say that other offenses can't. You know, you beat them fifteen-one. Um, we beat up on them as well the other day. Uh, yeah, maybe ten or eleven-three. I think it finished. So mm-hmm. you know, it can happen. Mm. Can happen. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Uh, think... We'll see how it goes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's a long Strong. way to go. I just have to keep telling myself that. Yeah. It's a long, long way to go. <laughs> exactly. So, and you've got to keep telling yourself that as well, because I know we're, we're we're playing fantasy as well together in the same league. Um, yes. You got to keep telling yourself that as well, because uh, I'm I'm very much and have been guilty of uh, pulling the trigger on a player very very quickly, <laughs> who ends up being an all star. You know, based on a, a you know, particularly pitchers. That's me. I'll. I'll pull the trigger on them after one start, and that'll be it. And then they've gone to have an yeah. awesome year. So you know that was my first ever, first ever dip into fantasy baseball, and you could probably tell from the my lack of knowledge from the, the Nats. You could probably tell that my knowledge of any other team is uh, extremely lacking. So that was my <laughs> first dip, and I did not have a clue after about the first twenty or thirty players. I did not have a clue who I was picking. So I was trying to look at some stats and frantically typing into Google, seeing what the uh, what a little review on what they said about the player and then going on that. Yeah. But to be honest, I won. I've lost, I lost the first week badly. And then like, but last week I won. I'll probably beat someone that knows less than me, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
I'm going to go back and look to see who that is actually, and I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to tag them in this pod just so they know. <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> just so you know. No, it's good it. fun. Um, I am enjoying it. I am enjoying it. Yeah. Well, I think the thing about fantasy baseball is it, it it naturally takes you away from the team, your own team, because you because of how frequently baseball's played, just by you know by every team. But you know you don't have time to follow the whole league. It's impossible, <laughs> in my opinion, and. I'm happy following the Marlins, but it's good to have an interest outside of the Marlins with you know players in fantasy and just have a, a broader awareness. Um, Definitely. And even when the Marlins aren't playing, I've got players to cheer on. Um, I did actually draft a lot of Dozier this year um, in many leagues. I thought Ugh. there was a chance for him to do well. Not started well. So. No, he hasn't. No, he's, he's lost his place at the moment as well since Harry Kendrick's come in. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sure he'll be there or thereabouts. He'll, he'll come back. I think so. I mean, new ball club. I always think about this. New ball club takes time to settle. It's all yeah. good. Um, I, I did in another league that um, I've been playing it for some years. Took Rendon with one of my early picks. So that's oh, been good. Yes. Um, I thought he was he was uh, undervalued at the position. I actually think Rendon as a player in the in, across MLB is actually undervalued. I think he's mm. he is he is a superstar, but just hasn't quite got the hype around him but no I, 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 I think this year will be the year to, I don't think he plays up to the media to be honest I, I get the impression he doesn't particularly like giving interviews doesn't like being the face of well doesn't want to be the face of the Nats by any, <laughs> from what I've seen but he's yeah he's that's like, okay no exactly so, that doesn't bother me I couldn't care less some people just want to come in get the job done that's all yeah. good if he's, yeah. and he's delivering at the moment so you know we'll, we'll see how that goes um, right, so just to round things off, um, we've got a three-game series coming up, uh, yep. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, the Marlins at the moment, uh, whether you know this or not, but the Marlins are sitting at 4-13, and 13, mm. so we're, which is good for fifth place in the NL East, unsurprisingly. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's fair to say with, four and, with a record of 4-13, and 13, there's, there's some challenges we're facing. Uh, I... Primarily put that um, onto the bats. Actually, we've we we've struggled getting on base generally, and that leads to generally a, a low low run output from us. So that's not been a, a strong point for us, which is a bit mm. disappointing actually, because ahead of the season, um, the Marlins were positioned as a you know we're going to look to get on base. Not so many power hitters, but guys get on base, quick guys quick baseball, kind of almost tip and run. You know, mm. that's what we were expecting. But also actually more like pitching and defense. And in reality, the, the defense hasn't been too great um, throughout the year. Pitching's been good but erratic because we've got a very young rotation. Bullpen's actually been strong, uh, Chen, aside from that. So it's been an interesting season. We've been close in a lot of games. And actually the ones we've won, we've actually won heavily with kind of a couple of, I think one game was 16 hits recently last week, 18 hits. So the one, the ones we have won, we've had that type of baseball that was maybe advertised at the start. Um, It's just not happening often enough at the moment. So from, from Ireland's perspective, I think we're looking at likely Friday will be Caleb Smith. Um, on the mound for the Marlins, you, you may or may not know much about him, but he's no. Uh, he <laughs> sorry, he, yeah, he it was his rookie year last year. Right. He uh, he he was out injured for the second half of the year, and he's come back this year. Um, he's he's got a relatively high 
strikeout ratio and has started pretty well uh, in his in his three starts to date. Um, we're back around to so Caleb Smith, number five in our rotation. We're back mm. around then to Jose Arena, um, who will be the Saturday starter. Yeah, uh, he's had. Uh, he had a couple of awful starts to open the season, but actually pitched really well um, on uh, on Sunday uh, in the in the final game against the Phillies, going seven strong um, with uh, with just one run. So Arania turned a corner, which was nice, and then we're back around to Trevor Richards to close things off on a Sunday, uh, which would be. Uh, and Trevor's also yeah his second year. He's been good. Uh, he, he he had a bit of a. Uh, a, a shaky start out last night, actually against the Cubs. Mm. Uh, just walked too many people, uh, hit a couple of hit a couple of guys. So it was a it was a, uh, a, a kind of clumsy start, I'd describe it as, and got himself into trouble with all the walks. But you know, we'll see. Um, yeah, maybe too early for you guys to predict who, where you guys, you know, what who we're going to be seeing Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, yeah, I've, I've just been looking. Um... So we've got the Giants in a three-game series this week. Uh, Strasbourg's on the mound tonight, then Helixson tomorrow, and then Corbin on Thursday. So we'll probably be looking at Sanchez, Scherzer. Mm. And then, well, I don't know whether it'll go back round to Strasbourg or, or not, but yeah, nothing's been decided yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, I suppose wait and see if you've got a three-game series to go through yeah. with, um, with the Giants, which... Hey, by the time you get round to the Marlins series, you, in all likelihood, will have a winning record, I think. I mean, the Giants, I think they're struggling a little bit as well, aren't they? So, it's a good chance you can nick at least two well, of Well, yeah, games. I think, yeah, it's one of those series that we, we really need to win, you know. We really, and yeah. the same, same, if we can win both of these, then like you say, the, come next Sunday night, our outlook will be completely different. And I think we're going to be winning the World Series. So. <laughs> <laughs> I find these these podcasts typically don't age well. Is might be my experience. No, well, so um, we're there. Give our opinions. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, Ron, well, I, I was yeah. I was I was chatting earlier on on Twitter to to uh, Joey the, uh, the the baseball Brit, so to speak. Yes. Um, we were messaging because he's he's actually at Marlins Park on Saturday for the right. um, for the Marlins Nats game. So. Um, I, it would be nice, I think, if he's there, if it falls where he has a Scherzer day uh, against Jose Arrania. Um, yeah, that'll be that'll be great. That'll be a real, that'll be a fiery matchup. Uh, yeah, you know, I with, like, with Jose I like winning last year. last year. I saw a little bit of Arrania last year, and I really liked him. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah. I, I I like him a lot as well. He's uh, he's a dogged pitcher. He's uh, you know he, he struggled early, but he's he's bounced back with a with a good start last time. So. Yeah, hopefully for Joey's sake that he you know has a yeah, nice there. So. I guess he shares her. So we'll he see. He seems like a um, good guy. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I mean, what a what a story to be um, you know traveling yeah. around the US just watching yeah. watching baseball for what six oh. months. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't think I'd get out. away with that. I hundred percent wouldn't either. I I'd do well <laughs> to even record a podcast on a Tuesday night. So you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so. Prediction time, three game series. Um, it's not easy to make predictions anyway with you know such short series and in isolation. But I'm guessing you'll be predicting a Nat series victory. Yeah, I'll, I'll go two two one. I'd be happy with two one. Um, I, ideally, it'd be three three zip. But I can't mm-hmm. see that happening the way our bullpen's playing. Um, 
Yeah, yeah two one. I'll definitely take two one. Yeah, yeah. What are the times, I, Pete? Yeah, we've got we've got Friday the twelve ten, so just after midnight. Oh. Saturday, Saturday it's uh, a little bit earlier, so you've got eleven ten, and then okay. um, the Sunday usual early UK yeah. friendly start six okay. six ten. So. Yeah, they like a 10 past the hour start, it seems, at the moment. Um, I, I'm going to go, uh, if we are going to see Scherzer, uh, uh, I think that probably rules out the sweep um, for the Marlins. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rule out the sweep. I'm going to give Scherzer that one. But I'm going to yes. say, uh, I'm going to go 2-1 Marlins. I'm gonna, yeah, Sanchez, uh, Sanchez comes around. Uh, we'll, we'll take on Sanchez. I think he'll be overmatched by Smith. And then... Um, and then I think the bullpen will blow it up for you on on, on the UK friendly time. <laughs> Perfect. It'll be the game you'll watch that live. That is a good guess. It, it's what we all want and are waiting to see is another Nats bullpen Educated so. guess that. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going 2-1 well Marlins. I may well try and stay up for the Saturday night game. I probably wouldn't be able to do two late night games with my two whippersnappers jumping on my head at 7 o'clock in the morning. But one <laughs> I could probably get away with. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to do something similar. I, I think the Friday's ambitious, but Saturday yeah. I'll probably get at least the first three or four inning in, I think. Mm. That mm. that may be the Scherzer day, and uh, Arena's actually started slow in most of his starts, and he's been conceding a lot of runs, and particularly the first inning, actually. So, yeah, if all of a sudden we're 5-0 down after the first, I may call it a day there. And um, Yeah, you'll probably still win day. 6-5, though, Pete. Exactly. That is that is a good point. So what I'm not going to do, I'm not going to have any spoiler alerts on uh, for these games because you're completely right. The the bullpen could could explode at any point, and I, I don't want to miss that. I want to enjoy that for what it is. So, um, awesome. Well, um, Rob, it was great having you on. No, um, thank you. Do you want to let Do you want to let everyone know where they can find uh, you and the Nats uh, the Nats oh, page on on Twitter? I know you're going to ask me that question. Um, <laughs> look, let me just have a quick look. Hey, this you... is this inherited is your inherited fan page, yeah? <laughs> uh, oh no, here we go. You might have to sing to cover the uh, cover the gap, Pete. Well, I'll just I'll just take a swig of my beer just to um, just to fill a bit of time. I'm fine. <laughs> no, I'll have to do some um, some live updates from the game that I go to in, uh, at the end of May. I'm exactly, over, yeah. I'm over there watching, obviously, the last game in the series, end of May. So I'll do it's some... in Washington as well, yeah? In Washington, yeah. So uh, I'll look forward to that. Oh, um, exactly. It's, well, it'll be nice. Well, well, hopefully we can try and get another pod uh, in and around that. You know maybe what? Slightly, yeah. slightly after it, mate, would be great, just so you can maybe talk us through the experience as well. I think that would be great. Um, so you know what? That, we'll try and fix it up. I might have to leave it because I can't find it. But maybe we can, uh, <laughs> maybe we can get it in on a different, uh, a different pod. It'll be on if you if you link me in on your Twitter and then you can, uh, you can see it on there. People can see it on there. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm I've, I've got here mate. promoting my own. Uh, well, the one, the mind. one I think it is, mate, uh, is uh, it's a familiar one. It's at nationals underscore UK. So that there you go. Right. That's, that sounds about right. That's the one. Yes. That's for, for Rob. He's running that now. It's obviously uh, a relatively new account, but you're doing a great job. Let's, um, for, for all live action hot takes uh, regarding the Nats, Rob uh, yes. and the Nats UK page is, is, is your place. Um, 
Excellent. Well, well, thanks again, Rob. Um, uh, thanks again to all the listeners tuning in. Uh, for anyone who wants to to follow to f- follow me, it's at Miami Marlins underscore UK. Um, and until next time, we'll uh, we'll speak soon. Thanks, everyone. Bye bye.